0: is so good. I don't know about you guys, but there's something happening in this room. I'm just like shaking inside, like in my bones. It's not nervousness. It's like just shaking, trying to figure it all out. Brent sends his blessings. He's been texting me. The the guy's been minutes 18 times in eight days. That's preaching, let alone all the other ministries doing. And I'll share some of the things he's been telling me, because knowing Brent, he's so used to the stuff that's often he doesn't share it next week. (laughs) So Lord, we just, wow. You guys, this stuff is not just Brent in Russia. This is you guys in Russia. There's been miracles, healings, salvations, but I guess this youth ministry conference, they had to turn away hundreds from all different nations. The, I guess one of the times, it doesn't say, the police captain and the, the, what, what Russia would call their FBI showed up because of complaints with the religious church. <laughs> but they stayed and got in touch from when it touched. Jesus, Lord, we just want your fire. It's interesting, last week in High Prairie, Chris Hicks loves you, like our church, you guys, those that you know, they like watch us, they watch what's going on, and like many of them are like literally like, Kevin, I, I want to get to Abbotsford. It's interesting, it's actually very humbling of what's going on there, because God, they, it's bigger than this, it's bigger than this, and, I, and Brent's been sending these messages this week, and I'm like, Lord, I want the same hunger. That's in Russia. And during the service, the Lord says, Kevin, but you have to switch your mindset. It's a choice. It's a choice if we want the hunger. It's a choice if we want the mirror. It's a choice, you guys. You know what I'm saying? We can choose to believe that we, it's for Russia, or we can choose that it can happen here. They're still human beings. There are people in Russia. It, we're people in Abbotsford, Langley. We're here. They just are saying they want more. Can we just say we want more? No, like right now, Lord, we just, yeah, Lord, we want more. I don't know where I'm going to go. <laughs> I have a beautiful message. But I'd like to get out of the way. Seriously. Last week, Chris Hicks gets up and he, like, the meeting just, it wasn't about, Ike ripped it up in worship. He made that's why, like, it was, it was incredible. <laughs> it was like, good old... Glory days. And he just he didn't even know he was doing worship until that morning. Our worship leader decided to go on a missions trip the day before. And poor Chris is like, Oh, we don't have a worship person. And I'm like, We've been just praying for seven hours driving from Calgary, and we're like, Don't worry, God's gonna show up. I'm like, Ike, we'll do it. (laughs) Ike's like, Yeah, I'll do it. But he did it. Honestly, we, we literally had breakfast with Chris Hicks. In the morning, and it was just God showed up in the restaurant, and they were like, "Hey, let's go set up," because their service is at two in the afternoon. And let's go set up. So we go there, and Ikes on keys, and so I just decided I, we got nothing else to set up, so we just start having a prayer meeting. Literally, what was that like 11 for like an hour, and like the glory's there. Chris is like rocked, and, and it's amazing. And they were like, "We got it." I'm like, "Oh, we got to go back to the hotel. My iPad's there. We didn't even bring anything." so literally rush to the hotel and he dro- Chris drops us off and then Ike and I run to the hotel room and we go and grab our stuff and we're going I wasn't going to share this but I don't know why I am but because we have to build expectation and I'm walking down the thing and I walk down the hallway we're third story in this hotel and there's a room open and there's this housekeeper working and I walk by and Lauren says why aren't you giving her a word I'm like I don't have the word what word and Ike's coming back because he had gone back to the room to get his keys. And I said, Ike, we got to go see if that, there's a word, i got a word. I'm like, I don't have a word. What happened? That shot rocked. But that's not about me, it's about the fact that we turned. Remember a couple weeks I preached on turn, turn when he calls you? We stopped. And I'll tell you what that did for us. We just were high as a kite. But it gets better. Something I've... I will mention, actually, because this is my walk with the Lord. When I walk down the hallway, he says, give her a word. And I said, Lord, we've got to get to the meeting. And he says, do you want me to show up or not? Come on, when you get to, when, it's not about being up here. It's what are you willing to do when no one else is watching? Then we go down the stairs, and it's freezing cold in Alberta, up there. So he goes to start the car, and I'm filling up my protein shake at this water thing. And when I look, and the Lord says, clear as day, because we're hot, like, you know when you get excited for Jesus? It's easy. No, no, for real. I wasn't like, Lord, give me a word. I wasn't thinking about anything about giving a word. I was filling up my my protein shake and the Lord goes, hey, the girl at the counter needs to know what she's supposed to take in university. Tell her she has a call for entrepreneurship and she's supposed to be taking business. I'm like, what? We gotta go. And then it's like, sweet. I turn around. Oh, she's on the phone, Lord. Too bad. No, seriously, that's what I thought. I'm like, okay, then she gets off the phone, I'm like, okay, and then all of a sudden her boss comes out, and all of a sudden people come in the foyer. All these people. I'm like, okay. And Lord says, you better. But it was a good pressure. Because all of a sudden I felt the love for her. And I walked up, and you know what? The world is so hungry. And I literally said word for word, I just said pretty much. I just first started out, this may be a little weird, because everyone's staring at me. And she starts crying. She's like, I need to know. I needed to know that, that it's so helpful. You guys. I'm like, shoot, you're supposed to come to the meeting, but you're working. That's all right. So we go, and by that point, ask him. I was as so high as a kite. We're, we just had some fun, and God showed up. But why not here? Why not now? Why not here? Why not now? No. Why not? Look what happened in worship, you guys. Why not here? Can we, can we just for a moment... Just put your hands, whatever you're in posture, just put your hands out. Let's just, without the music, without the, the drive of the worship team, can we just ask for his fire? Can we ask for his spirit just to move? Yeah, to will release that fresh fire. Lord, we, we don't even need another message. We need an encounter that changes us. Whew. Lord, we don't want to just do church. We want to be changed. Like, like an axe, God, when the fire came. Your fire came and it fell on everybody in that room. Lord, we're here, one accord. Don't worry about the mercy next to you. Don't even worry about where you're at. His fire can still touch you. Let it come, Lord. Let it come, God we stir up our faith. We choose to say, Lord, we can be changed this moment. Oh, I'm looking forward to the days again. I'm telling you, we were part of something. And I felt it again last week in High Prairie. I looked at Ike and I said, Ike, I feel like I'm 21 years ago in a worship service, not having any clue of what's going to happen next. You know when you're in that place going, and many of you may be in that place going, "Lord, I know there's more. I know I'm hungry for more. I know I'm called to greatness." but you've kind of just been like, well, we'll see what happens." But I remember being at that age, and every meeting we had every time we'd get together, and especially, oh, I'll tell you when the prophet was in the house, let's just be honest, it was like when there was people and this, 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 this movement, that there was a words of God coming forth, you just were wondering, could it be my day? Could there be a change today? What happens if God shows up in a way that literally my whole life can be shifted in a moment? Could I be one that could be so on fire? Oh, man, it just felt that again last week. And I haven't stopped thinking about it. Because it's a lifestyle, it's a choice. It's a choice to come and actually expect something's going to happen. It's a choice when you're lying in your bed and you're feeling discouraged. And you lie there and you go, wait a minute, I'm the apple of his eye. Fire comes. Fire, come. You guys, he always comes. But we need to stop for a moment, so let him come. You got to stop your mind. You got to stop. Oh no, Kevin just said not to use your mind. Yeah, let it get past your mind. Let it get past. Let it get into here. Like Heidi Baker always said not here, here. Not here, here. We don't need to figure it all out. I'm here to say, I cut them here in this There's hope. There's hope. There's good news. There's good news. Why? Because he did it all for us. Your life could change. Your situation can change in a moment. Like, I love what Ike was bringing up. He was choosing to expect something to shift. Like, I don't, and we got to celebrate. You know what? I'll be honest with you. I was a little sad how much we didn't get excited about his testimony. It wasn't that exciting in here. But maybe it's more exciting for me because I know their situation. I'll be careful what I'll say, but these guys moved here, but they're still paying for a mortgage for for like a year, and it's sucking them dry. And so this wasn't just a this is a miracle for them. This is a miracle. We got to get excited for the miracle, not just when it happens to us, because that's what creates something. We got to be just as excited. Oh, the Lord will be on me. Some people will tell me something. I'm like, oh, Lord, what about me? And he's like, why are you looking at yourself? Your breakthrough is in somebody else's breakthrough. Hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. We, we have to be, we have to start being honest with ourselves in a good way. We have to understand, and what I'm going to bring up is embrace the process you're in today. I'm actually, this is a continuation of a message that started like a year and a half ago originally. We have to be okay and say, where am I today, God? But don't come and say, where am I today, God? And then listen to the devil. No, no, no. That's huge. Because so often we're scared to ask, Lord, how are we doing? Because we actually are not expecting to hear from Him. Instead, we, t- we go, oh, well, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I felt when I just said earlier, people said, just let the Holy Spirit come. I felt, I could hear people saying, but I'm not in the best place. But I, I'm, Lord, I can't come to you. I just did this. God's bigger than that. I'm not giving a license. We're not greasy grace. We're actually, the, we're not at all. But He did pay the price already. And it is that quick to turn back to him its only way to live to be honest you have we have to learn to abide in the secret place of the most high we have to find out what he's saying and actually okay and he'll be because you know the cool thing about the father he'll be like yeah where you at he will be like yeah you're doing good but how about more but he'll say in a way, how about you look at me this way how about you look at me this way? It's interesting when you we're in seasons, and so often we're trying to tell God what season we're in. And I'm not talking about a season of like desert right now. I'm not, let's let's throw the desert out right now. Can we? I chose to do that many years ago. Now, this is my own th- doctrine. I, st- I loved when Heidi Baker years ago said this. She and it, it was pretty bad because it was just after a preacher said something else. But she got up and said, Hey, when I go into the valley, which you just called the, when, when, you, when I'm on the high and I come down to the low, I just bring the water with me and it turns into a beautiful lush green pasture. <laughs> it's a choice of perspective. I'm not saying there's not hard times. It's interesting, and I'm, I'm just going to go off of stuff, and I can tell you, it, it, you go check Daniel. Like The Lord brought up... But look at Daniel let's bring up Daniel for a second the guy was in Babylon but he chose to this, be, this he chose to do something which is so cool oh, I wanted to read all that but he chose something so cool he decided to know who he was he decided to say I may be in Babylon but Babylon's not in me and he started off going you know what first of all I'm not gonna eat your stuff well, you can't do that. No, watch me. Because what I, when I listen to the Father, He's my sustainer. And what happens? He's healthier. Right? And then what happens? He starts interpreting dreams for the king. Did you ever notice that? Um, how do you say his name again in the uh, in, in Babylonian, whatever that language is again? That they called him. Did you realize that they called him like a magician? They called him like one of their, like, the same name they were calling like the guys doing witchcraft. But he wasn't offended. Ooh, did I hit something there? Why? Because he knew who he was. But he allowed himself to be in a place to be actually used by God. He could have said, Nope, you're evil. I'm not helping you. Instead, he said, well, I'm going to rise up and be a king where I am. Which ended up giving him incredible authority in the kingdom. Well, Kevin, that's mixture. Come on, you guys. He stood in such truth that they had to get rid of him because they hated his favor. So they're like, hey, I know how to get rid of him. He loves his God so much. Let's nail him for that. Whew, I don't mind getting nailed for loving God too much. I think we should get nailed more for loving God too much. Right? Why not? And then he goes, and instead of worrying about what they're doing, even the world, the king, said, No, 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 we don't want this to happen to you, Daniel. I'm talking about when he is going to get thrown into the lion's den. I know I'm jumping all. Okay, there's a book in the Bible called Daniel. No, I mean this. Go home and read it. We need to read our Bibles. I'm not. I'm doing this more for sake of time. And the fact that I felt like the Lord just said like, let them read it. Like they need to read it. We need to read. Don't wait for me or Brent or John or Willis. or I. Don't wait for somebody else to go get the revelation. We, empowering a revival culture. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to empower you to know your identity, which you guys heard this morning, you're the apple of his eye. That's incredible. You're his apple of his eye. We could stop there and go home. We should just be like, Lord, what does that mean? Let him tell you sometime. Tell him the mystery. Sharon was sharing about, that's what Jason, Jason Upton has a song and he talked. about it. It's the mystery. There's a mystery because how does he love me just to, as much as anyone else, but I'm the apple of his eye because he can. So now you got Daniel and he's showing the kingdom of God in a place where the world is in charge, you know what I'm saying. And then, oh, I just want to—I gotta read some. I'm a Baptist boy, man. I gotta read some verses, anyways. But um, but I love this because this is this is the king. This is uh, Daniel chapter six. This is after the lions den. I love this verse twenty-five. This is King Darius. This is the king of Babylon. To all my people, nations, and languages that dwell on in all the earth, peace be multiplied to you. I make a decree that every dominion of my kingdom, men must tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. Did you know what he even said? He didn't even say my God. He said the God of Daniel. For he is the living God... Steadfast forever, his kingdom is the one which shall not be destroyed, and his dominion shall endure to the end. He delivers and rescues, and he works signs and wonders in heaven and earth. Who has delivered Daniel from the power of the lions? This is from the Babylonian king. Why? Because a man decided, or a woman, decided to actually, well Daniel wasn't a woman, but but he decided to be wherever he was was not worried about looking weird, not worried about what man thought, but chose to be who he was called in that moment. And if you read it, you'll find out he constantly is declaring it is God, not him. It's God who reveals these things. Because he was in the right place, and it changes things. I'm not going to bring up the names, but you guys all know, might know who I'm talking about in culture right now. There's people rising up right now in our culture in North America that are declaring God's name. But they have a past. And it's crazy right now to watch online the fight in the church right now. I'll give you some perspective. We have been praying for years and years and years. You probably all in this room, if you've ever been, if you've been safe last 20 years, you've been praying that people would rise up in positions and declare Jesus' name. And the moment somebody starts doing it, we're asking, is he really saved? Do you not know who his wife is? No, for real. Do you not know what he's done? Now, I like it. If you go to my, you don't have to go to my Facebook page, but I posted something another pastor put out yesterday. I'm not declaring this person is we need to follow him or become like him that's not what it's about but if he declares Jesus is Lord he's now he's my brother and if I don't get behind him in prayer he probably won't make it like us in prayer I'm not saying the church but we have to choose instead of saying I'm gonna find your faults we actually have to say we're gonna get behind you you guys specifically this person he is taking hits for this like Oh no, what if he in six months isn't living for the Lord? I don't know, but 2,000 plus people got saved at his last album release. No, for real. Ashon bolts Boltz. He was there. Like when God is glorified, why don't we like, instead of calling out what's bad about somebody, say maybe this has been a shift. And if you actually stop for a moment, I'm not trying, I better stay off this too much, but... And go actually do your own. Instead of first judging and start actually saying, hey, let's hear something out from this guy, you listen to it. And the only way he could say this stuff to people that are mocking him, the stuff that comes out is incredible. And if you're a believer, you've got to know that you only could come in here. You guys, the guy's getting mocked. How do you, the world asked him, so you've done all this stuff, so how do I going to believe that this has really changed? He goes, hey, do you this is awesome. He goes, well, if somebody is sleeping, are they really sleeping? And then he said it again. Well, if they're awake, are they awake? And the guy's like, What? And he goes, Well, and he's telling this to like a famous talk show guy. And he looks at him and goes, Well, if you don't know Jesus, you're dead walking. <laughs> Do we not see that kind of stuff in the Bible? And the next moment, he's like, I'm not trying to pump him up and you don't need to go home and listen to him. I'm just saying, We're not taking, I love if you listen to that video, Mike Nichols said, We're not taking our doctrine from these guys but we have to champion him. He has influence we'll never have. Maybe, some people in this room may have. I just talked, Willis has asked him. He goes to, he does counseling and stuff in the school district and these kids are asking questions because they're listening to this guy. So he gets to talk about Jesus, where he's not supposed to, because they're bringing up. Oh no, he's evil. Man, God could use anybody. We have to get, we got to stop looking and worrying about the next person. I preached this last time. Go check out Nehemiah 3. What does it say? It says, when they built the wall. You know the story, Nehemiah goes to rebuild the the walls um, in Jerusalem. They were all taken down, but one major word it says, they built the wall in front of them. I know I've preached this before, but it's such a value that we need to get. Stop worrying about them and worry about you. We have to we got to get to where we go and realize, God, I'm the one that needs to get on fire. Wow. It says that you're seated in heavenly places, so anytime you choose, you can change the atmosphere. So if you're ever in this room worshiping and you're like, well, the worship's off, I don't like it, then change something. Choose to change. You're seated in heavenly places. So are you telling that heaven sucks? No, come on. You can be, I don't, oh, I'll get, I'll ruffle some feathers. You could be at a seance and have the glory of God show up. Whoa. I don't know what you're doing there, but maybe changing the atmosphere, but make sure God told you to be there and a lot of wisdom and others. But um, that's way out there. But what I'm saying is God can show up if you bring him. Like the number one thing is so often we're like, we fight, oh, the church fights. Well, Holy Spirit come. What are you doing, Kevin? The Holy Spirit's already here. He came with me. Well, no, I know he did. But we're just actually saying, I want to be aware of his presence. We're not, we're not going, oh, no, the Holy Spirit left the building. No, we're saying, God, I want to focus on you again. I want to get excited about you again. Lord, I, I know, man, I watched this guy we're talking about, and I'm like, Lord, I want to get more fired up, man. <laughs> like, Lord, I want to get into a place where you can, like, imagine The influence. We're just with, I'm totally forgetting his name, a young guy. And next year, it's in Washington, D.C., right? He's actually holding a crusade. Guess who's doing the crusade? Guess who are the two main people doing the crusade? Kanye West and Justin Bieber. (laughs) Sammy's friend, literally. They already have it set up. For salvations, guys. Oh, he might be the wolf in the sheep's clothing. Well, this wolf sure is getting a lot of people Saved. Like, like, no, honestly, didn't Jesus say something about that? Can the devil fight himself? And again, we don't need to worry about six months from now. No, I, oh, you guys, I am constantly meeting with some people about the fact that, look, you know how much, how many churches are right now more preaching about be aware in the last days, be aware in the last days. I'm so sick of being aware in the last days, evil's coming. Where's the glory of God that's talked about? Where's Acts 2? Where's Acts 2? How come he didn't prophesy it then? If that was so important when the Holy Spirit was released, why didn't it right away? Why didn't Peter get up and worry about the bad guys? Get ready, the enemy's coming. No, he said the glory of God's coming. He said the sons and daughters are going to rise, that the fathers and the, and the mothers are going to rise up. There's actually something of goodness. No, we're not being foolish. There's things that are happening. But there's a difference of somebody getting saved and somebody leading somebody. I think the church needs to rise up a little more and look after a little bit better those who are up on the pulpit preaching. In the sense of looking after, making sure we're on the same page. And have the word is right. But we're we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about the fact that those are people that are given it. They're having change. Google just announced, because, I'm just using his name, I don't care. Kanye West, because of what he's doing with his album, uh, there's more Google searches right now on Christianity than they've ever seen. Like, why? Because his title is called Jesus is Lord. Oh, that sucks to have in New York right on the top. No, it's amazing. I, you guys, we got to champion those around us that are going for it. And it doesn't need to just be these big names. Man, we got to champion each other. When, you, when Man, even if it's something like, hey, guess what just happened? I, I finally shared just at lunch the other day. I just said, hey, I'm a believer to some, my friend after five years. Come on, let's get excited there even. we got to start somewhere. We, we don't need to bring it. It's not about, uh, like... So often we share these amazing testimonies, and we all do it, and it's awesome. But just step out. Just step out and just declare Jesus. Some of us just need to go and remind our family that we're saved. Ooh. (laughs) Oh, wow. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Wow. No, but we have to realize that we're, you know the verse in Esther, was such a time as this. What if it's your time? What if every day, every moment is that, that realm of heaven? Where it's like, do you know how excited heaven gets when you start talking about Jesus? I can tell you right now, I like somebody posted this. They said, because um, a lot of Christians are getting behind what Kanye is doing. But they're saying, Christians are now one of his number one fans. And the next line says, but Jesus always was. Aww. No, isn't it true? He always knew and he's gonna love them no matter what man Lord, you guys we have to and he's gonna make mistakes and others are gonna make mistakes. you guys we have to let people around us make mistakes but we have to be there to like love on them bring them back up we're not gonna see revival if we're so worried about where they came from or what they're doing but but if we call them up you guys just young ones and young adults gonna come in this place and you may not like the way they look, but if you love them, it's going to change. And guess what? They still may not the way, like the way, may, you may not like the way they still look physically. Get over it. We're all different. But let's welcome in. Because God is in, in, on the move. And I, I believe we're a part of it. Man, I believe it. Some people are saying this is part of what's going on. Another fresh wave of like a Billy Graham move. I want to be a part of it. Do you? We have to choose wherever we are to realize. Like, do you realize that when they, the, the, Jesus, the Lord had to take Egypt out of the Israelites to get them into the promised land? Because they were still thinking like slaves. We need to choose to not think like slaves. In the prayer room, we have to realize we're so free. It's your choice today. Well, no, I'm, 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 this, all this stuff's against me. No, your choice to say, no, God is good, no matter what my situation is. Look at Joseph. He's sitting in the prison, but he wasn't just sitting in prison. Something happened, because why does it say now he's also in charge of the whole prison? That doesn't happen because he just sat there like, oh, this sucks. I hate prison. God, why am I here? It's because he chose to say, I'm here and I'm going to do everything I got in me and live it. So all of a sudden prison was, he wasn't in prison in his mind. Some of us need to get our prisons out of our minds. We need to get our, even the thought, oh I'm in a bad job, it's a dead end job. Stop thinking like that and start getting God's perspective and do your best. Where are the days of people that actually go, you know what, I may not like what I'm doing, but I'm going to thrive in this season. Why? Because my God is good and he's the, I want to look like him and he does everything well. Why not? And all of a sudden things shift. People see it, you guys. That's the whole story of Joseph, man. They, They see it in Potiphar's house. The guy gets there. And all of a sudden, he's like the leader of the whole thing. And then all of a sudden, they're prosperous. Then all of a sudden, there's a whole pattern here. And then he goes to prison. The same thing happens. Why? Because everywhere he went, he decided to be the child that God is created to be. And then he gets gets into there with Pharaoh. And I love it because, because of his choices. Well, we can say, wow, those were hard times. Yeah, we don't know what God's doing in our hard times. We don't know... Sometimes we feel like we're in Potiphar's house or we're in the jail. But we don't realize that all of a sudden such a time as this. All of a sudden it suddenly changes. And it's interesting if you read the story about Joseph. is that he had given dreams to the baker uh, and the... Um, was a wine tester? Whatever. The cupbearer. And they forgot to tell... Well, one got killed. And then the other guy forgot to tell the king until when? It was time. And all of a sudden he gets... To go up there, interpret some dreams, and what does it say? Other than Pharaoh, he became the most powerful man in all of Egypt, which was the place. It was like the United States at the time. But guess what? It wasn't even about him. Why was Joseph brought beforehand? Because somebody's phoning. <laughs> Why? Because he was there for his family. He was there. God had set it all up. For what? For such a time as this. To what? To save a nation. We don't realize what could be on your life. we got to start thinking bigger. we got to say, Lord, I need you to re- make me see the big picture. What if God is positioning you? I love what Ike was saying. And we didn't know he was going to say this stuff. But what if he's actually going to use you to fund revival? What does that look like? No, no, no. What what if... God wanted to use you to start the next movement or the next... and maybe it doesn't even start in the church building. What if it happens in your workplace? What if He's raising you up for a reason? Hey, what if you are just... No, no, just. It's huge. What if you're in a Pacific job and because of who you are and because you bring life to your job, Susie Joe over here, who was going to commit suicide, decides not to because they got to know you and they got to know Jesus. You know how many stories are out there like that? You know how many people in this world are walking around, like that, he said, walking around dead? And they just need to know there's hope. You're the hope. His hope is in you. Oh, God. Can you get up there? Can you help get on the keys? Oh, my. Hmm? Sure. Oh man, we got to, we got to let God bring us through the seasons and let him be the teacher. Did that bring this up already? So often we think we're going to tell him what to do, but when you go to school, who decides what you're going to learn that day? The teacher. So stop fighting God. Let him teach you something in that moment. It makes life so much easier. But we have to. The only way we're going to be make it through this stuff is as if we actually stay in the secret place. It is all about being with Him. We love community here. And I love, I, I share all the time, if you gather people around you, it's so much easier to stay on fire. But at the end of the day, you still need to create your own fire. You still need to create history with God. You have, to, you have to learn who he is between you and him. But he is so excited about that stuff. And don't, don't compare yourself. Oh, Donna we're talking about this week. And don't let the enemy lie, because as soon as you start talking about, "Lord, I just want more of you," all of a sudden, all everything else comes in your way. Haven't you noticed that? Oh, you're not good enough no 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 no! you're not in that season no let him he always has his doors open sometimes he likes you to chase him a little bit but that's because he's playing with you he is it says for the glory of God is this for the glory of kings to seek out a matter what are we called kings he actually wants you to seek him but he wants to meet you in that place he has to I want to read Psalms 27 I just couldn't stop reading this week. The Lord is my revelation, my light, to guide me along the way. He's a source of my salvation to defend me every day. I fear no one. Come on, can we get to that place? But we fear no one. Lord, break the fear of man today, Lord God. I'll tell you, I just feel like, I don't think it's a coincidence that what was going on during worship, because all we kept on saying, Kevin, just let my fire come. We're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna push back in that today. I don't know what that looks like. We'll see what he does. But we need that fire to come. We need the fire of God that changes people. Like in the act, chapter, uh, Acts chapter 4. It said after they got beat and everything, they said, no, 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 no. It just burned in them more. And they said, release boldness upon them. It stirred them up because they had an understanding that he was real. I will never turn my back and run from you, Lord. Surround and protect me. Come on. When evil ones come to destroy me, they will be the ones who turn back. My heart will not be afraid, even if an army rises to attack, because I know that you were there for me. So I will not be shaken. Lord, we are not going to be shaken. Come on. We are a, we are a family that is not going to be shaken. Come on. There is so much junk being said about this election and everything. Guys, God is still on the throne. He is on the throne. And I know I might offend many people in this room right now, but let's pray that Justin Trudeau gets saved. Why not? Why not? The guy we're talking about, if you go find out what he was doing, he can say Justin Trudeau. Come on. I speak this myself. I want to believe that. I want to believe that don't have to agree with them, you guys. But we are the world changers in here. You guys were given the keys. And because you've accepted Jesus, you have the power. You are his ambassador. Your words of power is in the tongue. We are declaring stuff. Well, I'll be real vulnerable. Years, I, I wouldn't name the school, but there was a school. I went to a Christian a school. And it wasn't a good two years. There were some weird things going on there, but it doesn't matter. But I always blamed it as like, that's just, ah, I can't stand that school. I can't stand that school. And then one day I'm driving by the old building and it was closed. And to be honest, another religion took it over. Now they're, they're, now they're doing a school in there. And I said, Lord, what happened? Because all of a sudden now, even though I've spoken again about them all my life, since that happened in six and seven, all of a sudden I'm like, ooh, no, this is bad. And he says, yeah, Kevin, it's because people like you. I'm like, what? He said, because you guys have cursed that place so many times. We have power, guys. We have power. We got to speak change into the atmosphere. We need to speak change in our homes, our workplaces. Don't go home and say, oh, it's so dark at my work. It's, no, go home and say, God's going to hit my work. He's going to change it because I'm there. And it doesn't have to happen in a moment. It may happen over time, but are you going to be faithful? He's the one thing I crave. Here's the one thing I crave from God. The one thing I seek above all else. I want the privilege of living with Him every moment in His house finding the sweet loveliness of his face, filled with awe, delighting in his glory and grace. I want to live my life so close to him that they take pleasure in my every prayer. In the shelter of the day of trouble, that's where you'll find me, for he hides me there in his holiness. He has smuggled me into his secret place, where I've kept safe and secure, out of reach from all my enemies, triumphant now. I'll bring him my offerings of praise, singing and shouting with ecstatic joy. Yes, listen, you can hear the fanfare of my shouts of praise to the Lord. God, hear my cry. Show me your grace. Show me your mercy. I send the help I need. Lord, when you said to me, seek my face, my inner being responded. Has your inner being responded lately? No, has your inner being responded lately for the Lord? I'm seeking your face with all my heart. So don't hide yourself, Lord, when I come to find you. You're God of my salvation. How can you reject your servant in anger? You've been my only hope. So don't forsake me now when I need you. My father and mother abandoned me. I was like an orphan, but you took me in and made me yours. You guys, it takes everybody in. Now teach me all your ways and tell me what to do. Make it clear for me to understand. For I'm surrounded by waiting enemies. Don't let them defeat me, Lord. You can't let me fall into their clutches. They keep accusing me of things I've never done. While they plot against me. Yet I totally trust you to rescue me one more time. So that I can see once again how good you are while I'm still alive. Here's what I've learned through it. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't be impatient. Be entwined as one with the Lord. Be brave and courageous and never lose hope. Yes, keep on waiting for he will never, ever disappoint. You guys want to stand? We're going to just I'm actually actually—we're going to open up the, the front, anything I don't know what we're going to do but can we just ask God to reignite us again? I'll be honest, I wrestled with this because I'm like, Lord, I don't want just another group to get all excited after church. And he says, but Kevin, why not? Why not get excited? No, no, for real. We overthink too much. Don't we love it when our kids get excited over us? Isn't it better to get excited for him and burn for him? I'll be honest, it's better even if you come up here and cry out for the fire and it hits you and something happens and even if you go home and you don't even change. I hope you do because it's going to be a lot better but at least you got somewhere. So I want to worship you. Can we sing something? Let's get into the glory. Let's just, Lord, I just thank you, Lord. Lord, that we want more fire. Light a fire in us today, God. Lord, a fire that changes us. Lord, I want a fire like those who I've read about. I don't want just to say, oh, I've been baptized once, I've been filled with the Spirit once. No, I want to continue to say, I want more. I want a burning in me that does not allow me to even get sidetracked. I want a fire in me that releases a boldness like you did on your disciples, God. I want want to be wrecked in a fire to come upon your people here today. That there would be books written saying they changed the world, upside down, like it says about the disciples. We choose to stir ourselves up today. We choose to say, revive me. Come on, the very word revival is a choice to revive again. A choice to say, I want more. How about today be a day that you make a choice to get over the chicken line and say, I want more fire no matter what, no matter what my family thinks of me, no matter what my friends think of me, no matter what my workplace would me. Are you ready to get on fire again? Are you ready to say, I'm going to boldly declare the name of Jesus, even though when they come to ridicule you, you look at them and say, yes, I'm a follower of Jesus. Come on, send a fire. Send a fire, God. Send a fire, God. Lord, we ask, Lord, Holy Spirit, come. I thank you, Lord, that we can't work up a fire, only your fire can come. We want the pure fire from heaven.